I'm Emily Renneberg, and this is Even Strength. Wow. Is it the end of March already? Welcome back if you've tuned in before. Welcome to the new listeners if you haven't. Here at Even Strength, we like to talk with people, and sometimes we like to talk about their sports. It's a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us. So today, we're here to talk business. And yes, I mean we're actually talking about business. Like creating your own product from scratch as an idea for an entrepreneurship class and then being supported to the point that this product now has over hundreds of sales and is changing the athletic hair game kind of business. Let me first pitch something to you. Imagine you're in the middle of a run, the fastest run of your life. You're feeling it today. Time is looking good, your lungs aren't hurting, and your calves aren't yelling at you yet. You're on track for your best pace yet. But wait. Are you slowly but suddenly feeling your hair slide down your head, getting closer and closer to your neck, threatening to make you stop, pull out your hair tie, redo the look, and then missing out on your personal best because of a faulty ponytail? Okay, well, if this has happened to you, good for you for running, first of all. Second of all, thanks for helping me be relatable with this really specific example. But in all honesty, if you have any length of hair that gets in your way while you're trying to do things like be in the gym or perform your sport, or even while you try to type a podcast script with a relatable example, you know how annoying it is to find an elastic that works to keep your hair away and doesn't rip it right out of your follicles. I've always struggled with this, and I just kind of thought, oh well, this is how it is. But it's not anymore, thanks to today's guest, who I am so excited to welcome to the show. Hi, my name is Nicole Baranowski, and I'm a student entrepreneur in London, Ontario. I used to be a varsity rower for Western University, and I'm going to graduate from a master's degree from Ivy this year and will pursue my business full-time. Nicole founded HairStrong, an innovative and athletic hair tie that literally does not budge once you secure it. It looks like a scrunchie, but because of the mechanics inside of the fabric, once you have the scrunchie part tied up in your style, the internal cord takes care of the rest. You just pull on the cord and there you go. Your hair does not move. I'll let Nicole explain it. The adjustable clasp on it allows you to make the size whatever you want. So whether you want it super, super tight or loose because you like the way it looks, that's fine. The clasp allows you to do that. First, when I made this product, it wasn't supposed to be a scrunchie because I was not a scrunchie person and I didn't like scrunchies. But I had the idea for putting fabric around the cord because another person uh, suggested it so that your hair didn't get stuck in the clasp or it didn't rip out, which was really good. So it's a scrunchie because the fabric actually helps soften the pressure points around the elastic. So instead of having that like, I don't know if you've ever had the dent, it prevents that dent unless you have it super, super tight for a long period of time. Most days I'll have my hair up, it won't dent my ponytail. And I have very thick, heavy hair. And so it usually does because the elastic's so tight. And I've actually noticed with my hair that my baby hairs are actually getting longer from not having to use regular hair ties again. Isn't this an amazing idea? 
Well, I thought so too, and that's why I express shipped myself one and tried it out for you all. And let me tell you, it works. After I figured out this, this solution, I actually started getting angry at how much we've settled for the products in the market because most of them are one size fits all. You have one coil, you have one loop, you have one size, everything. Like sure, they differ in like thickness in the cord, but it's all one size to appeal to a mass market. But it's not smart in a way because we all have different hair types, textures, lengths, styles, everything. And so it doesn't even make sense for us to fit into this one loop. And so I was just getting angry at myself for getting angry at my hair for the so long thinking that I was the problem when really like, why am I expected to fit into this elastic loop that my friends who have like way different hair types than me can fit into? And it's just, it's just a whole loop like that. So this product also makes me feel good about my hair. I hated the first name, which was supposed to be Hair Wonder. I don't know what I was thinking, but it was just like a filler name until I could figure out another one. With hair strong, I thought, okay, this has something to do with hair. And then strong, because you're you're strong. Like women are strong and it's okay to be strong and feel confident and empowered. And I feel like when you feel like confident and empowered, you also feel strong, like you can do anything and conquer anything. And then that also relates into the product because the product's strong. It overcomes being pulled on time and time again. And it keeps working on keeping your hair up so that you can focus on your goals instead of getting hair out of your face. So it also so it ties into the product and the way that you can perceive yourself. Nicole started her journey as a business owner by simply taking an entrepreneurship in kinesiology class to, in her words, get her grades up to apply for her master's. The main project of this course was to create a business plan. Each day, we would have different tasks to do to get towards this business plan. So my problem was that my hair could never stay up in a bun. And I wrote it down on the board. And as we were going through everyone's problems, we got to mine. And other people in the class resonated with it. And that was my aha moment where I realized, okay, my hair is actually not the problem. It's the products. Being a Western University alum, Nicole has had support from Propel, which is a startup accelerator located at the university that focuses on providing working space, seed funding, mentorship, training programs, and workshops for startups at all stages of their growth. They were invited to see the student pitches in her entrepreneurship class and reached out to her immediately after she presented HairStrong. As the semester went on, the last day when we had to pitch our business, we organized it with three or four judges, and we had people from Propel come in as judges. And then later that night or the next day, I got an email from them asking me for a meeting. And at this point, I'm like, oh, okay, I wonder what they want to meet about. Weird. Because at this point, I didn't think I was going to run my own business because I didn't have a lot of business acumen or knowledge or anything. Like I didn't come from a business background. I went into Ken because I love sports. We had the meeting and they're like, you should pursue this. I was pretty shocked because I said, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you mean I should pursue this? I don't know what to pursue. And so each week or every other week, I would go in and they would give me tasks to do or give me ways of thinking of what I could do next. So week by week, I kept growing and I just kept doing stuff and more things that helped develop the business. And that's how it kind of just like propelled and advanced my product from idea to actually selling in like seven or eight months. Propel has literally been there for me through almost all of my whole journey, which I'm super grateful for. I wouldn't be at the spot I am today without them. 
legally, I'm the only person who owns the business and runs it on a day-to-day front. I do have a manufacturer that assembles the product together because I can't make it fast enough to be worth the time. Like I would make one every two hours. So to make 200 units, that would take me forever. And I would never be able to do anything else. With everything else, like fulfilling orders, website, social media, I do on my own. And some tasks are daunting. And social media was pretty daunting for me because I thought that I had to have a perfect feed and have all these followers. But once I started just doing it step by step and planning it out, it started becoming easier. Now, the story of how Hair Strong came to be extends back to Nicole's own experiences with sport and how her hair always seemed to be getting in her way when she was competing or training. She competed for Western's varsity rowing team, taking away a national title and multiple provincial banners after, get this, only beginning the sport in her second year of university. I was always very active and a very athletic person. And that's mostly due to the fact that I'm very competitive. And athletics was a way to flush out that need for to compete, right? So I would be part of sports in elementary school. And then in high school, I uh, did a bunch of sports uh, with soccer, rugby, volleyball, basketball. And I was just always on a team. And then my first year coming into university, I wasn't on a team at all because I thought that with everything going on with like starting a new in a new school, having a new routine, I I didn't want that stress. So I didn't really join a team. And then I was introduced to rowing by one of my friends and said that I should try out because there's a novice team at Western University and they take in athletes that have never rowed before, but they teach you how to row and then you can have a chance at making varsity teams. So in second year, I finally tried out and made the novice team and then uh, just like changed my lifestyle, did a complete 180, started going about at 9 p.m., waking up at 4.30 and then uh, made varsity within a year of training, which was pretty cool. And then I actually retired from rowing in April of 2020 because of COVID. To be honest, at the beginning, I really wanted to join rowing because one, I really wanted to be a part of a team again. And also I wanted to lose weight. And I thought that this was the best cold turkey method to do that. I wasn't actually very strong cardiovascularly. So I almost didn't make the cut because my beep test score was so bad. But what I had going for me was my strength. And so I was able to use that. So in my first winter, I remember struggling a lot because I didn't have that base that most of my peers did. And so I wasn't doing it well. But every day I would just come to practice and just do what's on the training plan and just give it my all. And slowly and surely every day I kept getting better and better, fitter and fitter. And it was really cool to see because what we train on indoors is called the ergometer. And it's just like the rowing machine you see at the gym. And it's very objective in terms of numbers. So every stroke you take, you see what your output is and what you can do better. And if that was better or worse than your last stroke, So it was just a long year of training, grinding, and ensuring that I just had my eyes set on that one goal of being varsity. Okay, so now not only is this podcast here to inspire you to start your business or follow your dreams, it's now also here to encourage you to try new things, no matter your age or your experience. Pretty amazing. Now let's just take a quick tally here. Nicole was a highly competitive varsity athlete on an intense training schedule worked multiple part-time jobs, was a full-time student, 
and still found time to build her business. I had to ask her what drives her. It's not always there and I'm not always super motivated, but what drives me instead is discipline and like who I want to see myself as, like my ideal person of myself that I want to strive to be. And that is someone who gets up at 5am, works out, then goes to work, then gets, then is productive and then comes home, has dinner, spends time with their loved ones and then goes to bed and does that all over. And I'm just very commitment focused as well in my priorities. So like if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. I know people think that, oh, it's so hard to wake up at 4.30 a.m. Well, if you do it once, the second time, it becomes a little easier. The third, the fourth, it just becomes easier and easier because that's just what you do. So in terms of what drives me, it's just that striving to be my ideal self. I wouldn't say having a balanced life, but having my priorities balanced. Something that many of us have experienced before, but might not have known what we've been experiencing, is called burnout. The term was coined in the 70s, and you may have heard a lot more about this phenomenon recently because of the toll of the pandemic. Common symptoms include mental and physical exhaustion, loss of motivation, inability to meet obligations, withdrawal from social situations, and foggy thinking, just to name a few. So the fall of 2019, I didn't make that top bow. It was like a, actually a week before that um, like tr- selection where I was feeling drained and absolutely exhausted from everything that I had put my body through for the past year, like years almost. And so I did not make the boat and that kind of took a toll on me. Like I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought all these things about myself. I don't think that burnout is something everyone should strive for. Like you shouldn't work to the point of burnout, but you should still work hard. And I think looking back at it now, I just would have given myself more recovery in between, given myself more like time to relax and wind down. Because I think hard work isn't just grinding nonstop. It's also being smart and productive about how you use your time effectively to be able to manage everything. Definitely some good wisdom to keep in your back pocket. Now, as we say in business, let's take a step back. I took a look at some of the stats behind being a female entrepreneur. In Canada, 13.3% of women are entrepreneurs and 37.4% of Canadian women are self-employed. 70% of those women chose entrepreneurship because they found an unexpected opportunity, 57% because they had difficulties finding employment, and 44% needed to work from home due to familial responsibilities. Over 83% of women-owned small and medium-sized enterprises use their own personal funding to start their business. And of course, COVID has already had a significant impact on entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs. Women are more likely to operate their business in sectors that are being impacted by the pandemic, like personal care services. And over 60% of women entrepreneurs are bearing the burden of unpaid work, like home and childcare. Being in this space is never easy, and the system tends to disproportionately impact women in rural and farming communities, immigrant women, and women looking to secure financing from venture capital firms. Indigenous women have higher rates of self-employment, and over 70% of them operate without employees. Community is oftentimes the biggest support system. When you're a solo entrepreneur, it's hard and lonely at times. But when you know other people are expecting things from you, you kind of hold yourself to a higher standard. 
And then the rowing team I'm with at Western has been a huge help in supporting me and helping me with advertising and sales and everything. Like my first pop-up was at a rowing, what we call regatta, and they let me borrow the Western rowing tent to sell, like my first pop-up. And they even let me borrow that tent again for homecoming. And so I've always had the support of like Western Propel, Western Rowing. They've been huge in my like journey. In January, when I started my master's degree, I also applied to be in a pitch competition. And I actually ended up winning that competition, which was a huge validation point in my journey. At first, I was very overwhelmed with everything and very scared and just timid in the way I would approach problems. But now I just, I have the right people in my corner that I can go to for help. It's just the mentality, like, if I got this far, like, I should just keep going. There's nothing really stopping me and just believing in myself that I can do this. A common talking point about athletes later in life is about how the skills that they use and develop in sports are actually pretty applicable to success in career life. EY conducted a study with 22 female entrepreneurs with some pretty incredible athletic accomplishments to try and understand what about their sports background gives them an edge in launching and scaling their businesses. They came up with five themes. Confidence, single-mindedness, passion, leadership, and resilience. But if you don't have a sports background, don't worry! they have some keys to success for you to think like an athlete and get some of these skills too. Center your passion, set clear goals, prioritize, seek to be coached, and identify strategies to relieve pressure. Nicole graduates next month, and she's making Hair Strong her next big step. The reason why I love athletes so much is because you can objectively see with like their sports and their achievements that they can commit to, to excellence and they commit to their goals. With my business, I set my own goals and if I don't hit them, I'm kind of down on myself, but it's a continuous learning process that maybe I don't see the results right away or the progress right away, but it's, it's kind of like being in a sport where you like are searching for constant improvement and how to become better and better and better. But honestly, what I'm doing is pretty cool. And and I do tell people that I'm a student entrepreneur. I'm choosing to go into this full time and betting on myself. So we'll see where that takes me. Now, if you're like me and think you'd benefit from picking up a hair strong band, check out their website at hairstrong.ca. Find out about the best sizing for your hair type and texture, pick up a few for your friends, and keep your hair in place without compromise. Plus, you get to support Nicole. If you're in the London or Guelph areas, there's some local retailers to visit to pick up some hair strong bands. As always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for supporting our guests. Thank you to our guests. Thank you, Nicole. If you haven't heard our other episodes, please visit our Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can visit our Instagram or Twitter for links there. There's lots of opportunity to meet lots of great people and support their stories and support the podcast. But thank you. Again, I really appreciate it. You folks are the best. Until next time, take care.